Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience all over the world is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at www.yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode entitled, Give Back with Purpose. A community tour. Now, this is a special episode. I have to tell you that right off the bat here, because this summer, just just within the last fourteen days, I went on an Eastern Caribbean cruise with over thirty people, family and friends and in-laws, and it was a time of celebration, fellowship, and breaking bread with one another. We had loads of fun. And when I take a cruise, because the Eastern Caribbean cruise that I just went on was my fifth cruise, the point of interest is always to see how other people live and function in their communities. I am always looking for opportunities to see how God is moving through various people in different parts of the world. That really intrigues me because I know God is always at work around us. So... You can only see how people live and function in their communities when you get off the cruise ship and go on what is called a shore excursion. So our Eastern Caribbean cruise, the ship docked at four or five different places, and I'm going to share with you those few places, and then I'm going to get into the the purpose, give back with purpose at Community Tour. So the cruise ship docked in Grand Turk. That was our first stop. Grand Turk Island is an island in the Turks and Caicos Islands. It is the largest island in the Turks Island. Grand Turk, it was beautiful. The beaches were beautiful, beautiful turquoise water. And then next we went to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is a Caribbean island and unincorporated U.S. territory with a landscape of mountains, waterfalls, and the El Yunque Tropical Forest. So those family members and friends who got off the the ship and went on a shore excursion and went to their tropical rainforest, oh, my gosh, their reports were just fabulous. They said it was the excursion of a lifetime. So Puerto Rico, the San Juan is the capital and the largest city. Then our next stop was St. Thomas. St. Thomas is the gateway isle of the U.S. Virgin Islands in the Caribbean. It's known for its beaches and snorkeling spots. And the territorial capital is Charlotte Amalia. So the the friends and, and family members who went snorkeling, oh, my gosh, they had wonderful things to say about that experience also. They said it was invigorating. I'm not a swimmer, so snorkeling I know is not like swimming, but there's a little something about the water and being under and 
close. I don't know. It, it, it's not for me, but that's one of the spots that people wanted to, to experience was the snorkeling. And then our final stop was the Dominican Republic. The Dominican Republic is a Caribbean nation that shares the island of Hispaniola with Haiti to the west. It's known for its beaches, beaches, resorts, and golfing. And the capital city is Santo Domingo. So the Dominican Republic was the highlight of the cruise for Yield to the King ministry. Several of us took the shore excursion to Puerto Plaza to visit Casa Martina, which is an orphanage for girls ages 3 to 23 years. And the orphanage, Casa Martina, brought this particular scripture to life for me. And I'm going to read and share with you what that scripture is. It's found in the book of James in the New Testament, chapter 1. We're going to look at verses 23 through 27, with our focus being on verse 27. So James chapter 1, verses 23 through 27. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Verse 25 says, but whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Verse 26 says, those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. And this is the focus verse right here, verse 27. Religion that, it, that God our Father accepts, pure and faultless, is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Let me share with you what I learned about Casa Martina. The founder's name is Martina Alfonsica. She was a reformed prostitute who wanted to show her faith in her own conversion by dedicating herself to help sick people get off the streets. She would take them into her house and care for them, and if they were near death, she would ensure that their passing was blessed. She did the same for the disowned people in hospital institutions, particularly psychiatric wards. She began to feel as though her heart was pulling her in a different direction, and she was desiring to seek more. So she started focusing on and picking up the girls that were wandering the streets. She tried to protect them from falling into prostitution as she had with her own life. She expanded her service by integrating girls who came from broken homes due to the death of one or more parents or divorce. When Martina Alfonsica sensed that her time on earth was nearing an end, she decided to leave her work in the hands of charitable people. So there was a prominent group in Porta Plaza that she decided that she would turn over her mission and her desire to do what she'd been doing. She wanted someone to continue and to continue to develop her home 
to its fullest. And we got to see the orphanage still in operation. So today her work continues through donations and gifts to the orphanage to keep these young girls safe. Their home and newfound family encourages them to grow and learn in a safe, healthy environment. So we met some of these girls. They had amazing personalities, and they were full of life. We got to tour their facility, their living facility, which included their sleeping quarters, their bathrooms and shower area, and their dining hall. And uh, the uh, tour guide of this shore excursion would point out to us who were there the things that had been donated to the orphanage that would allow them to continue to operate in its fullest, which was the desire of Martina. So he shared with us how groups would come and then they'd go back and they'd do a fundraiser and then they'd send some money and they'd be able to replace whatever was broken and they had a new gas stove and he shared with us a story about a young lady, a, a little girl who went was from Canada, went back home and did her own GoFundMe campaign for the Casa Martina Orphanage, raised enough money, sent the money to them and they were able to get a big flat uh, screen TV. So it was just really, really exciting to see what God is doing for these young ladies in the orphanage. So they have a library, a computer room, and all these things, books and computers were donated. And then the girls who are residents of the orphanage get to uh, get to attend the school, which is adjacent to the orphanage. So other girls in the community attend the schools, but they have to pay for it. And it's free to the ones who live there at the orphanage. And then once the girls have finished their formal education, which would be primary and then secondary education, they have the option of continuing with a vocational program or going on to college. And this is what's so amazing. The older young ladies who finished their formal education, went on to a vocational program or college, many of them choose to remain at the orphanage and to serve and to help rear the younger orphans who are coming up behind them. I saw firsthand the mighty hand of God at work in and through their lives. So I was so intrigued. You know, the, this was the highlight of the, the, the Caribbean cruise for me, the Eastern Caribbean cruise. I came home and started asking myself, well, it seemed a little bit to me like the concept of an orphanage was outdated. I just don't hear about orphanages like we used to. And, and you know, centuries ago, orphanages, orphanages were started by the uh, Catholic Church, the Lutheran Church, Presbyterian, Methodist churches. Most of the time, an orphanage was, was started uh, from a religious organization. So I came home to Seattle, Washington, and did a little research. Uh, I wanted to know, where are the orphanages in our area? So Seattle, Washington is in the Pacific Northwest of the United States. Canada is right above us. Alaska is right above the Canadian side that we live uh, by. So I started my research, and I was surprised. So we have a Children's Home Society of Washington, and this is what their model said on their website. Our children our communities, our future. We all benefit when we support our children. And that is true. 
Uh, that's based on, you know, we, we've got to take care of them, based on James chapter 1, verse 27. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. We have to focus on our youth. They are our future leaders. They are our future church. They are our future. They are our future, and we all benefit when we support our children. So I ask this question, where are the traditional orphanages in the United States? Maybe that's a question you might want to ask about your country, your republic, or your territory. Do a little research. Maybe you already know the answer to that question, but do a little research and see what you find. This is what I learned. They are disappearing. Orphanages are disappearing. No one is starting new orphanages, and some of the old ones are closing down. What I learned is that it's very extensive to run and operate an orphanage. So what's happening today in America is children are being placed with families through the adoption process or the foster care process. So still one and the same, they are being cared for, their needs are being met, they are being taken off the street, they are hopefully being reared in an environment that's safe and nurturing so that they can grow up and become our future leaders. So in my promotional material, I quoted a, a verse that the Apostle Paul wrote in Acts chapter 20, verse 35, who he is quoting our Lord Jesus Christ, and it says, it is better to, it is more blessed to give than to receive. It is more blessed to give than to receive. I saw firsthand how this orphanage, Casa Martina, was running and operating just through donations and gifts from the tourists who get off of a particular cruise ship, do a shore excursion, go on this tour that is entitled Give Back with Purpose, a community tour, get to see firsthand how other people live and function in their communities, and then go home and decide how can I support the work of this particular orphanage and these children who are ages through 23. So Yield to the King Ministry is going to do some sort of donation. We're praying about it. Uh, kids often need school supplies, clothing, so on and so forth. But we will definitely make some sort of donation. So with that, I want to say thank you for joining us today. May God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you.